Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nate Thurston, and over there, waving his microphone back and forth, is Mr. Charles Chuck Thompson. And you can only see that if you've joined the community at goodmorningliberty.locals.com. How's it going today, Chuck? How's it going, man? Oh, it's pretty good. Oh, by the way, I I'm should, putting it on and off screen. We should we should have <laughs> talked about this uh, earlier for the last uh, 25 minutes while we've been sitting in here hanging out. The Patreon is gone. No more. It's gone. So you were warned to be nice because Patreon controls who can be in our Discord. Like they assign the roles. I assigned everyone in in the Discord a role so they wouldn't lose their access immediately. But come Monday, I'm deleting your asses. Okay, so go to go all to, of them, everyone, <laughs> except for the ones that have signed up on signed up on locals. GoodMorningLiberty.locals.com, so they can watch live and hang out with us. GoodMorningLiberty.locals.com, and there is a promo. Not code. your average dating site. There's just just a site where you sign up to tell us you love us. There is a promo code in the Discord right now under, I think, new members or announcements. I'm not going to say it on here because it's only for the people that are currently, you never guess what the promo code is. There's no way of no, guessing. I don't even the know word. what promo code and, means. Well, this is, this is as I said, Good Morning Liberty, the podcast, the podcast. And today is Friday, October 1st, and it is Dumb Bleep of the Week. And I need a button to hit when I say that. Like and then the dumb bleep of the week, the dumb bleep jingle yeah. comes on. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, before we get started on this, I have a favor to ask of everyone. Is that is that all right with you? Sure. This is not an ad. It's okay. a, this is a favor. This is you as a friend asking a favor yes. to everyone that, that is listening. To all my friends that listen to this, I just real quick would appreciate if you went to YouTube and searched some Good Morning Liberty and just left some comments and likes on the video. We are we are now focusing on trying to grow the YouTube. We are like 100 or 200 subscribers away to cross over the 1,000 threshold so that YouTube will treat us like a real channel. <laughs> and so I'm making that ask at the beginning of this podcast that whenever you have free time like you do right now, to please go to YouTube, search Good Morning Liberty, make sure you subscribe on there, Give us a few likes and some comments. Watch, if especially if you're not part of locals.goodmorningliberty.locals.com. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. if you're not part of that, you could um, you could do some favors for us, and then you could watch the video and all the cool things we're doing to the studio and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, they could watch us go through the the pains. You just don't get it live. The studio. It's the it's previous. Yeah, that's true. Yes. I, I agree with that ask. That was just a, it's not an ad. That's your a asking favor. for a favor. Mm-hmm. I like that. 
Okay, well, that's good. Make sure that you go to the YouTube. I'll put the link in the show notes. So by the time you listen to this, all you'll have to do is slightly move your finger a few times. You won't even have to type anything. So you can do that. All right, it's Dumb Bleep of the Week. So, Dumb Bleep number one. Of course, we always start out light, all right? I just thought that this was pretty dumb. The overall situation is pretty dumb, but I hadn't really heard a lot about it. And then what this person said was uh, was extra dumb. So the dumb the dumb bleep number one is Biden's pick to regulate and that to to regulate the national banks. She's gonna be overseeing the regulation of the national banks. And I'm gonna try to say her name. Maybe how would you say that? Saul Omarova. We'll just say mm-hmm. that. We'll say Saul Omarova. Okay. Or Saule. <laughs> I don't know if that's it. Omarova. That could be it. It could be it. I'm not Saule Omarova. I'm not saying that I know. I'm just saying that I, that you're wrong. Amanda could probably pronounce it for yeah, us because she knows us. no less than 13 languages. Okay, so Biden's pick to oversee the regulation. <laughs> Did you see what no. Tom, Tom says? I believe it's pronounced dumpf. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's yeah. pronounced dumbleep number one, Omarova. President Biden's pick to oversee the regulation of national banks once praised the Soviet Union for gender equality, and she also received the Lenin Award while in college. Miss Omarova, I'm sorry to, to gender, I just looked at a photo, but that's my fault. Sam said I'm the best at pronouncing names and that you should let me do it. Is a native of Kazakhstan and graduated from Moscow State University where she received the Lenin Personal Academic Scholarship, according to her resume. Now, how many people do you have to kill to get that scholarship? <laughs> That's what I want to All know. of them. Okay, all of them. All right. As recently as 2019, now this isn't just the dumb, this is a dumb situation, and then she she adds some dumb on top of it, so so don't worry. As recently as 2019, Omarova praised the former Soviet Union for having no pay gap, something which she believes could be improved in the U.S. A fierce critic of Wall Street, Omarova's nomination has sent off alarm bells within Washington and among the nation's most powerful banks over her proposed reforms to, <coughs> quote, effectively end banking as we know it. All right, so that's a dumb situation. I think crypto's going to do that anyway, but... Yeah, that's true. That's true. So here's what she's... Through the free market. Here's what she said. Until I came to the U.S., I couldn't imagine that things like the gender pay gap still existed in today's world. Say what you will about old USSR. There was no gender pay gap there. (laughs) The market doesn't always know best. (laughs) I can't believe this is a real tweet. That's a real tweet. Yeah, this is uh, this actually happened. This is a thing that I, that, that she say said. what you will about the old USSR, <laughs> the old motherland. Say what you will, and uh, Amanda said it best here. Basically, in the Soviet Union, all genders were equally. F-ed. Yes, they were all equally screwed. And that, it's and like that, sure, uh, the, yeah, the pay gap didn't exist you guys all starved together equally mm-hmm. and that you know there was equity, equity there was equity and starvation there weren't any rich people except for the ones in the government mm-hmm. probably that those were the only rich people that they had but that's that's the kind of thing that makes you think like this isn't really about making life better for the poor or mm-hmm. people uh, this is about making sure there aren't any people succeeding further than others like that's what this is really about this is to make sure there are no inequities mm-hmm. 
And that's what we need to be focused on, even if it means that the standard of living is, you know, terrible for everyone, as long as they're all equal. That's okay. As long as we all have no toilet toilets to shit in. Mm-hmm. That's it's, what you want to do. Mm -hmm. As long as we all go through the famine together, it's okay to have the famines. Well, it's like Bernie said, there's no reason to have 12 different kinds of toothpaste. Mm -mm. You just Everyone, need none. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just need no teeth. Yeah. And that way, <laughs> no teeth. you don't need the toothpaste. That's mm -hmm. a weight. It's a complete waste mm -hmm. of resources. It is. You know, we could, we could funnel that somewhere else. And you, if you don't have any teeth, that's fine because you can just eat the, the pureed mash that the government sends out to everyone to no. eat that's just got some nutritional value to it like the like the dog and cat food stuff like that you don't Actually, need teeth you for just, wet food well you don't need teeth to eat air mm -mm. and no. uh that's what you need most you think while you're laying on the ground starving to death your last thought's gonna be like man i wish i had teeth <laughs> yeah what an idiot that Ex would be yeah that's, that's so, the last thing you're gonna so be worried dumb. about yeah <laughs> but say what you will say what you will about the old USSR, at least there was no pay gap. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and people see that so, and they're like, oh, yeah, I guess she's right. You know, it's like, <laughs> say what you will about FDR putting Japanese in prison camps. <laughs> say what you will about that. He was still one of the best presidents ever. Mm -hmm. I don't see how people can let like those thoughts actually process through their brains. There's a malfunction. Mm -hmm. Malfunction. Malfunction. Malfunction junction. Yes. What's your malfunction? This does not compute. There's some brain waves that are, they're all over the place, man. That's what Dumb Bleep of the Week is for. Whew. And speaking I'm glad of, we started light. Because that, was, that was the light one. Not sure we can go. I think the next one actually is lighter because we talk about Dan so much. Mm. So. Amanda, yeah. Say what you will about slavery, folks. Cotton production was amazing. It was. Say what you will. I mean, it's say, you know, say what you will about the South, but there was no pay gap between any of the slaves. No, you know? there wasn't. They were all treated equally. They were all equally beaten. Mm -hmm. How about that? So equality, equality, they had <laughs> equity. God. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe. All right. Next time believe like this. Okay. Do you have the, do you have it pulled up yet? Yes. Charles? Okay. Yeah, because if you've been reading stuff in the Discord. Yeah, so That's this right. is from uh, Dan Price. We've had a, a few amazing ones from oh, this, Dan. this this fine gentleman here. He said, before the pandemic, there was one person worth $100 billion. Now, there are 10. There's 10 of them. Before the pandemic, those 10 people, the same 10 people, were worth only $650 billion. Now they are worth $1.4 trillion. Ooh. And the Senate is ready to shut down the government and deny vital services to avoid taxing them all. That's why. That's why. That's what we're... This thing has 16,000 retweets as of the moment you took the screenshot. And it was it was flying 50, when I 50,000 likes. From the time that I looked at it to the time I hit my screenshot thing and then dragged over it to take a screenshot, it went from 15,000 to 16,000. So I bet it's uh, I bet it's pretty good right now. But yeah, man, um that they were threatening to shut down the government just to avoid taxing those 10 people that are worth 1.4 trillion who's Whose wealth went up uh, seven hundred and fifty billion mm -hmm. last year between those ten cherry-picked people? We won't ask what industries they're all in or 
how they're tied to a, the fact that people weren't able to go anywhere or do anything. How their worth actually went up. Yeah. It went, well, and this leaves out the fact that before the pandemic, the dollar was worth about 20 cents. And then now it's worth about 10 cents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Considering yeah. we put all these dollars in the circulation. What happened is a lot of new dollars went into circulation and people, there were a lot of stock buybacks and a lot of things where the value, the perceived value in the market, because almost every person in here, their net worth is tied in large part due to stocks. I looked at all of them and the number was around 90% for all of them that yes. it was tied to the stocks and their companies. They were literally, uh, two of them were from Google. Uh, one of the Waltons made it on number 10. It was uh, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. And it was Bill Mark Gates. Zuckerberg and Bill Gates. And then there was someone else tied to Microsoft. They were all technology companies aside from Walmart and Tesla and Amazon. But why did Amazon go up so much last year? And why did Walmart go up? It's because the government shut them down mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. allowed all the mom and pop shops to provide essential services. That's, that's exactly what <laughs> so happened. So that when you did that, everyone believed in Amazon and Walmart more. Now, of course we can make the point that people probably wouldn't pay attention to that. This is just all a perceived value. This is what people say that their stock price is, which it could drop a lot tomorrow. It could and, drop a lot. And also what are you going to tax? That's exactly this is all the next part. all of this mm -hmm. is unrealized. Well, uh, pretend you were going to tax it, Charlie, because we avoided shutting down the government so we wouldn't tax that extra seven hundred and fifty billion dollars. So pretend you're going to tax it at a unrealized gain wealth tax of I don't know, just call out a number. Ten percent. Ten percent doesn't exist. Seventy five billion dollars. So we avoided shutting down the government because we were short $75 billion. That's what it was. Uh, four days worth of money expenditures for the government. Actually, if, if there was any type of unrealized gain tax, then I don't think you would see unrealized gains anymore. No, I don't know how, I don't know how they get away from it, but there would be new ways that we can't even think of right now. Now I'm not one to say that the market's not inflated. It's inflated. I mean, this is a perceived value of what people are projecting the market to be in however many years. I don't know. But currently, right now, the stock market has a value of almost $50 trillion. Now, all the companies that trade in the stock market are not worth $50 trillion. You add them all up together, they're not, they're not actually making $50 trillion. Our GDP is only... 20-something. I don't, I don't know what it is. Million, 21 million, So essentially, it's double... A trillion, sorry. Essentially, it's double uh, what our GDP is, but they're expecting, you know, in 20, 30, 40 years, that that's what it's going to be worth. And so they're getting in now so that when they retire in 20, 30, 40 years, like it's it's worth what it's supposed to be. Well, right? also, one thing that people don't realize, unless you're just listening to CNBC all day, so just take Tesla. I think Elon Musk was number two on the list. Well, Tesla is trading at 20, 30 times their earnings is is what they're trading at as a valuation on the company so that right there that multiple right there could tell you like that doesn't mean that that's how much money they took in last year their stock is valued 20 30 times over what their earnings are 
And that's the value that people are putting on the company. And why is that? And you're talking 20, 30 years worth of revenue right there. That's because people are buying into Elon Musk. Yeah. Who also has uh, SpaceX well, and he, other companies that might eventually go public or could fall underneath the Tesla umbrella. And Tesla is not a car company. They're a technology company. You have some of the, uh, some of the most innovative people at Tesla and SpaceX and other things. So that's what they're actually investing in. They're investing in Elon Musk and his vision for things that may come in the future. Well, they're not just investing in Elon Musk. They're, I mean, when you buy something, you're buying it because you think it's going to go up. So it's not even that people who buy a, a share of Tesla think that well, Tesla yeah, is going to, yeah. it's not that they think Tesla is going to be worth 20 to 30 times what it's worth right now later on. So I guess the earnings evaluation makes sense on this. They're buying it because they think it's going to be higher than what they're buying to that. And there could be a lot of different reasons they think that. It could be because it's trending on Wall Street bets. Like that's why people are buying it. Any The stock is just a future represent. It's a representation of what people perceive the future value of the stock to be. Right. If it's going down, you're only selling it because you think it's going to go down further. You mm -hmm. thought it was going to go up, you wouldn't be selling it. So you're selling it because you think it's going to go down further or because it hit your stop loss. So that that's uh, that's one thing that's happened. So um, the next dumb bleep. Well, and you can also evaluate that in a way of like, okay, people are going to shift over to electric cars. You know, battery technology is going to take over. Our energy is going to shift in the next ten to twenty years. So these are going to be the industries to be in. These are the companies that are leading it. And and because of all of that analysis, I think the stock price is going to be higher in the future. So I'm going to buy it now. Yeah, that's why. Um, That's exactly why. The next dumb bleep. This is this is a bit of a lot. So that was dumb bleep number two. Was Dan Price uh, just continuing to say a lot of stupid stuff all the time? So thanks, Dan, for the continued dumb bleep content. You can always go to Dan for dumb bleep of the week mm. content. If you're lacking, he's always dumb there. bleep, which you shouldn't be. If your dumb bleep is lacking, <laughs> but if you are, yeah, Dan Price is here for you. The next one. This is a tweet from Occupy Democrats. To me, this goes to more of a general idea, but it's a situation going on with the USPS right now that uh, we haven't had time to talk about. But as of today, USPS has decreased its delivery times. Now your first class mails um, slated to take about five days and instead of the two to three that it has been taking, something like that. So what, uh, what Occupy Democrats said was breaking. They put breaking before every single tweet. <laughs> like, does anyone still think that that's cold trick on Twitter to yeah. put breaking beforehand? USPS Postmaster Louis DeHoy, or Louis DeHoy, I don't know how you say it. Louis DeJoy? DeJoy. Louis DeJoy. Louis DeJoy. Announces new standards that will cripple delivery of first class mail by 70% and raise prices on commercial and retail packages, revenue is tanking and delivery rates are sinking. Retweet to expose his evil plan to bankrupt and privatize the USPS. <laughs> A lot of this had to do with the general idea, first off, of having this, this government organization that has a monopoly on a service that it performs, and then thinking that the government should run this and have a monopoly and thinking that that person that runs it should just be appointed by a president. This person was appointed by Trump and the people on the left have been wanting to get him out of there because he's trying to destroy USPS. Um, this whole idea that you're just going to be dependent on the government 
to perform this task for you at a loss all the time. It's in the Constitution. It's in the Constitution that they have to perform this for you. And then when the person that you don't like is in control and they see, hey, we're actually losing money on this all the time. There's a lot of other things the government needs to waste money on. So we could we could try and decrease our services, I guess. This idea that you could never decrease a government service if if it's failing. You couldn't you couldn't do that to try and get within what your budget is, to try and not lose money. That there's no other way to do it. Mm-hmm. And the idea that his evil plan to bankrupt and privatize USPS. You don't need to privatize USPS. There's a lot of people that that drive around to people's houses every single day. There's there's other ways that this could be done. Maybe he wants to bankrupt it. I don't know how exactly uh, you go about bankrupting something that's connected to the government. I feel like that would probably it's, have a have a lot of things. It's been bankrupt. Yeah. Like <laughs> what's what level is bankrupt? I don't. I don't. What just, dollar is that? They just don't have to apply for bankruptcy. Yeah. And the other, I mean, <coughs> you just. What, I'm trying to figure out the evil plan here. Like, here's the evil plan. We all get better mail service after the USPS is gone and a private organization takes it over. There's like, there's the evil plan. I bet this person's dad works for the USPS. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm sure Louis, Louis DeHoy, Louis DeHoy, DeJoy. Probably just own stock in UPS and FedEx. Well, you know, and that's, that's what, what Amanda says. So wait, the USPS is raising rates so it can privatize itself? Yeah. They, well, his the plan is to bankrupt it. Uh, so, and, and now get this too. Occupy Democrats, this occurred in their brain. Well, if a government, if they raise their rates, less people are going to use that service and they're not going to be able to stay in business for very long. And then someone in the private market, it's just people are going to shift over to using the private market instead because it's cheaper and performs better service. <laughs> oh, we shit. can't, we can't allow that to happen. We can't have this on the way over. I was listening to some sports radio um, because the Preds are back. Pre- yeah. Preseason's going on. So I was just, you know, catching up on some sports radio, see what's going on. You got football and hockey coming back. And um, on Fridays, this show locally here they do a, a segment called you just made the list where they put people on their shit list basically okay and one of the uh one of the djs or whatever you want to call them one of the, the announce not announcer or whatever probably a dj i don't know uh, a host, host. Yeah. yeah one of them uh put the <laughs> the driver license facility service on the list okay because he has a 16 year old that he went, that took took him to the driver's service to take his written test, and they got there at 3.40, 3.40 p.m. They close at 5. The test, on average, takes 30 to 45 minutes. They were there at 3.40 p.m. They're open till 5. And they got there, and they're like, oh, sorry, we don't do the test anymore after 3.30. <laughs> like, that's just the rule. Just can't do it after 3.30. And he's like, well, why is that a rule? And they're like, we don't know. It's just a rule. <laughs> and the whole time I'm thinking, like, how many libertarians has the has the DMV created? I, I Not enough. That Well, I guess people haven't gone full libertarian on it, but getting closer. Because mm-hmm. it just made a sports broadcaster's list. But do you think they'll tie it into the fact that they can do that 
because they're a mandated government service. No, he was asking, he's use. like, unless there's an actual reason I don't know about, he's like, this doesn't make any sense. Is there a reason that makes any sense for this rule? And I wanted to call into the show and be like, no, they just don't care because they don't have to. Yeah. Right. And so, so then he's like, well, they're only open Monday through Friday. Right. So then he's like, you want me to take my son out of school early so I can make it to the driver's center, the, DM, the, the DMV. DMV. So I can make it to the DMV on before three thirty, so that he can take his written tests. Like that's the solution to this because, and then, I mean, who's taking the written test most of the time? Most of the time it would be people turning 16 that are still in school. On my 16th birthday, I had to go to the DMV three times because I didn't have the proper documentation. I only had to go once. I had to go three times. It was, it was worst day of my life. You were the oldest, <laughs> weren't you? Um, yeah, yeah, I was uh, definitely the oldest. I'm eight years older than, than my brother. So, um, and 12 years older than my, than my sister. I'm, I'm way older. And so Tom said, we privatized the DMV in New Jersey and it still sucks. And that's because you're still required to use their services by law. That's why. So they're still lacking the incentive of being able to lose business as a whole. So you have an entire required sector right there of, yeah, maybe there's multiple places you could go to get what you need, but all of them know that they have customers that are forced to go somewhere. And so there's still going to be a lower standard of service from that place than somewhere who wouldn't get any business from you. None of them would if they weren't performing a good service for you. And the government probably only allows one company to privately operate it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Now, if you had... 20 different companies competing in the same city saying, Hey, get your license over here. Like you have to have a license, but get it over here. Cause we'll, we do it faster. We do five minute turnarounds. We complete your background check or whatever they do. Like if they, if they were competing for business, which they're not here, they privatize it, but it's just the government basically contracting with one company. I bet, I bet there's one company, but, um, tell me I'm wrong. I haven't looked it up, but I bet there's only one company that the government actually allows to perform this service. We'll see. So I see Tom's right. typing right now. But um, anyway, that was Dumb Bleep of the Week number three. I don't know what to call it, but we'll, okay. we'll just call it USPS. So Charlie's got one from Joe Walsh. Not the guitar player. Not the guitar player. Yeah. Former senator? I don't know what he did. Governor. I don't, I don't know what he ever something. did. No clue. All right. Joe Walsh says famously <laughs> it's no longer democrats versus republicans it's democracy versus authoritarianism <laughs> now i wouldn't say he's completely wrong but the, he laid it out that way on purpose what he's what he's saying here is that democrats are for democracy and freedom republicans are for authoritarianism and tyranny mm -hmm. but that's that's not actually true um, people on the left or Democrats can be just as authoritarian or tyrannical as people on the right or Republicans. So it, it's really liberty versus authoritarianism. That's the actual battle but, we're having right now. Yeah, but you can't uh, you can't compare that to you can't say Democrats versus Republicans equals liberty versus authoritarianism. 
you know, no. liberty is what we're arguing for, what you rarely get from any Democrats or Republicans. It's actually authoritarianism versus, versus authoritarianism. Yeah. Or authoritarianism versus tyranny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or tyranny versus authoritarianism, yeah. whichever one. That's the actual, that's what he actually means. Now, I I will say I agree more with people on the right in things that they say. I can find more people I agree with on the right than on the left. I'll just say it that way. Okay, in the times that I have voted, I have never voted for a Democrat, but I have voted for a Republican. And so I can say it that way. So I will I will say I still think that Republicans are some of them are better on these issues. And I can't find any Democrats that I think are 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 good on the issues of, of liberty. Honestly, people will say, oh, Tulsi Gabbard. No, she's not. She's not at all. She's good on one thing. Foreign policy. Foreign policy and privacy. She's good on two mm. things. She'd still put you in prison for not giving the government money, which most Republicans would too. And But I can find some Republicans that wouldn't do that. I, I have yet to find Democrats that I, would, uh, that I could say align on liberty values. Just on single issues, I can find some. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know what happened to Joe. I mean, he ran as a Republican, you know, but he has gone. His Trump derangement syndrome has crossed the blood brain barrier. He was one of the first anti-Trumpers, right? Yeah, he was real big on the one of the first one of the first ones on the right to be super and out with being anti-Trump. And now he's gone full bore. Now he's full anti-Republican because because. um they're authoritarians and Democrats. They just want democracy. That's all they want is That's, democracy. Mm-hmm. And how can you, if you <laughs> argue against that, well, clearly you're authoritarian. Yeah, I mean, how can you be against democracy? You're probably you probably were involved in Jan Six. If uh, <laughs> if you don't like democracy, more than likely. Speaking Jan of six. <laughs> speaking of people who like democracy, is that what they call it now. I heard someone say that on Rogan the other day, and he was using. Um, it was the guy who did the Q documentary on HBO and he said, like, when I talk about Jan 6, uh, I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> and he was like shortening all kinds of words all Jan the time. Six. Like talking like he was on Well, a he's trying still. to pass the vibe check. <laughs> he, passed, he passed some people's vibe checks. That's what he's trying to do. He right? didn't pass mine. <laughs> I'll, right. I'll, um, okay. So speaking of, you guys think I didn't line this up perfectly? <laughs> okay. From from Bernie Sanders. It's been a while since he's been a part of Dumbleep. It's been a while since Bernie yeah. has been on Dumbleep. I'm glad old BS has made it back. We still have that website, I think, BernieLives.com. From the Democratic Socialist, Bernie Sanders. Two senators cannot be allowed to defeat what 48 senators and 210 House members want. We must stand with the working families of our country. We must combat climate change. We must delay passing the infrastructure bill until we pass a strong reconciliation bill. Just, they can't do it. No. no. They shouldn't be allowed. There's, there's two things that happen here. One, he's, he's a majoritarian, right? Like he's, he wants democracy. So 51 rules 50 and whatever they want. All right. Now he's upset because they've only got 50 and 50 and a couple people don't want it. So actually they've got 48 and 52. And so 52 for one idea is more than 48 for the other. But now he's fractionated this down. 
this is the trick here, Charlie. It's not just the 50 and the 50 anymore. Now it's two that are controlling what the other 48 want mm -hmm. because now you've fractionated it down to only what your side wants. And of course your side should get what it wants and versus the two people that are stopping you from what it happened. And so now instead of 52 to 48, which is what it would actually be, he's fractionated that down to only the Democrats. And now it's 48 versus two for what he wants. That's, that's what it actually is. Mm -hmm. It's 48 versus two. It's uh, once again, um, it's impressive. Honestly, I would have never thought of that. I would have never thought about doing that. That's, <laughs> I would to to take a you're in the losing you are in you are on the losing side of a majoritarian democratic vote someone who is a democratic socialist and arguing for democracy you're on the losing end where you're in the group of where less people want what you want and you've taken now those people and fractionated them down to now play the victim of Two people controlling 48. Is it the two Democratic? It's the two. It's Democrat Manchin and Manchin. Cinema. Yeah, that don't want to vote for it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, a, it's, it's how freaking can, genius. How can you call yourselves Democrats when you won't vote for what we want you to vote for? I know. <laughs> I'm, like I said, I, I'm, I would have never thought about doing this. And this is, these are, I guess we need to get better we need to get better at politics. We need to get better. I guess at, it would be fifty kind of stuff. Fifty-two to forty-nine, considering the vice. Well, I guess she the vice, wouldn't get it unless it was. She split. wouldn't vote unless it's yeah. split. That's right. Okay. So they're fifty-two forty-eight against what Bernie wants to do, but now magically it's only a group of fifty people, <laughs> it's, and it's actually forty-eight versus two that want what he wants. Mm -hmm. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, honestly. you just changed the you just changed the democracy. You change your sample size. Exactly. You know? It's and like, hey, look, we're all Democrats. He grouped them together and he's like, 48 out of the 50 Democrats want this. Mm -hmm. So you two out you two loners over there, you 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 uh, uh you two minority Democrats, this minority faction of the Democrats is holding up the democratic agenda. Mm -hmm. And so this isn't democracy. This, we won the seats. We only need to count our side, not the other side, too. This is impressive. And uh, Amanda a, said, this isn't dumb. This is slick. It is very slick. It's actually very smart mm -hmm. what, what he's doing right here. Also, Joe says, says the independent. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's not even a Democrat. That's true. Um, the other thing on, a, on a, another level deeper, Charles, this is what happens when you have the democratic rule the majority over the minority is that even you're you're able to even take it to where it's not even if it's not what the majority wants it's amazing you can still take it and fractionate it down and still make yourself uh someone who is in the majority and try to get rid of well, the people mm -hmm. even if you're even if you're outweighed and you this is how the people against you. This is how folks who say they believe in democracy don't actually believe in democracy and that he's showing his true colors, mm -hmm. which is he, he wants the, like the Democratic Republic of Korea, you know, the, the People's Democratic Republic of Venezuela, right? <laughs> the, like that's what he wants, which is really authoritarian through the guise of falsified democracy. 
considering I, most presidents in authoritarian countries win by 80, 90% margins. Mm-hmm. Right. And they put that on display like, ah, we had a vote. And it turns out everybody voted for me and everybody that tried to vote against me, I killed. But they, <laughs> hey, look at all these votes for me. That, and that's good. That's, that's democracy. That's what you do is you kill all the people that are against you. And he's not killing all the people well, that are he, against him, but he's counted, well, he's, them, he's counted them out of the vote. That's what he says. They cannot be allowed. So that, what happens when someone stands against you? What, what happens when compassion takes over and these two people are standing against all of the good you're trying to do? Well, those two, they're cancers. Those senators are, can, they are cancerous to the democratic agenda. We must rid them. And not only that. Rid of them. The other 50 people who don't agree with you on things, they're not even actual people that need to be counted in my mm-hmm. tweet right now at all. No. Anyway, they don't even need to be counted. It's not, it's not one group of senators that's voting on something. It's only our side that's voting on something. It's amazing. Like I said, I don't even know if that qualifies as dumb. It's pretty beautiful. <laughs> this is a real quote here, Charles. So this is, this is you. All right. Coming up next here from Biden. Biden says 97 to 98% of Americans need to be vaccinated before returning to normal. There you have it, folks. We went from uh, to reach herd immunity. We need like 70% to either be infected or vaccinated to now. We need 97 to 98% of Americans to be vaccinated before we can flatten the curve. That's just to flatten the curve. Yeah, we're trying to flatten the curve to return to normal. Mm-hmm. And what he's essentially saying, and oh, listen, this could have just been a flub. He probably doesn't remember saying it. Okay. <laughs> but um, what th- this is uh, like saying the quiet part out loud, which is that we're not going to return to normal. Yeah. This is why we talk about the COVID stuff every day, because I'm sick of saying the word COVID and talking about it. But you're not physically sick. I I get phys. I'm losing my hair over it, man. Okay, I'm sick of it. And um, you are physically physically ill talking about COVID. But we've got. We have to. We can't just get annoyed with it. This is the. This is bigger than being the Patriot Act of our generation right now. It's bigger than that. Even the Patriot Act was bad. What they've done through COVID has been worse so far. So. we have to keep talking about this because this is going to be the way that they, this is going to be the way that they control everything. You also notice how he left some room here and didn't say hundred percent yet. Mm-hmm. That way they can still use that later. Yeah. Actually it's 99. Yeah. Oh, it's 99.1. It's 97, 98. And then it'll be like, well, we need 99%. And it'll be like a hundred percent. You better vaccinate those fetuses before they come out the womb. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because if not, no normalcy. And isn't it crazy how they've continued to <clears throat> also, raise the goal? Like it was 70 and then Fauci's like, well, it's like between 70 and 85. D- define returning to normal anyway. I don't know. Like, What does that look like? I'm, what does returning to normal actually look like? Are we, are we talking about February 2020? Like, is that normal? I guess where we're still spending ourselves into oblivion. Yeah. And, and and really what the pandemic was just exacerbate all of the failures of government to begin with. Turned it all up to 11. So now what's, I, I don't want to go back to normal. I, yeah. I don't want to do that. So if 98% of people become vaccinated, we will wake up in a lot of debt 
things will still be bad, but Trump will be the president. <laughs> <laughs> Which might happen in 2024, by That's the way. What, oh, my God. What's your prediction if he runs? Loss. Like, is it going to be Biden? If he's running against Biden, then I think he would win. Okay. Honestly. Um, you think it's going to be Biden? No. I, I mean, still have a $1,000 bet that Biden won't even be alive by that time. Okay. Against, so, for who? Huh? For Who's that against? Uh, this this guy I know from back in the music days, he said he said something about it on Facebook, and I Is was this like, "Is a real bet?" A, yeah, it's an actual bet. Okay, yeah, legit thousand bucks. Uh, it did, wasn't that he would be dead; it was that he would not be the president. He that he would not serve his full term. Wow, back backtracking. No, that's already. what it was. I'm already no, it was that okay. he would not serve his full term. Okay, which is really my entire incentive to do this podcast to try and get by now. <laughs> you know, yeah, keep sharing the show, guys. It's the only reason that I'm trying to do that. Hey, he made the bet. All right. And he knew that I had a podcast at that time. So, all right. Well, that was, uh, that was pretty dumb. You guys, uh, this is the dumb bleep. This is the last one, dumb bleep number seven. And I'm, I'm sorry for making everyone watch what you're about to watch. I feel bad about it. Honestly. Okay. You feel badly. I feel badly. Mm hmm. Is that the proper way to say that? That is, yes. Uh, you wow, can't I've been, feel bad. I've been saying that bad my whole life. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay, um, this, is a, this is an ad that's running to try and get uh, Ron DeSantis recalled. And I'm just going to play the ad. I'm going to play the ad for you. I'm going to put it up here on the screen. It's good. Oh, man, it's good. Let me tell you what. It's going to... It's really going to invoke some emotions. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of your cabin crew, we'd like to inform you that we have officially entered Florida airspace. Now that we're making our final descent, please watch this short message from Governor Ron DeSantis on COVID-19. Thereafter, everyone on board will be required to comply with the state's forever purge. We are not doing any vaccine passports in the state of Florida. We trust people to make their own decisions in this state. We are not gonna be bludgeoning people with restrictions and mandates and lockdowns or any of that stuff. As Governor DeSantis stated, while you're within state lines, you do not have to wear a mask. You do not have to get a vaccine. It is against the law for private businesses or schools to mandate masks or vaccines. And you have the absolute right to infect whoever you want, whenever and wherever with COVID-19. Thank you for traveling with us and please enjoy your forever purge. COVID-19 is surging again. This is the time to double down. The governor is doubling down. He says students shouldn't be forced to wear masks. <laughs> you are trying to lock people down. I'm going to stand in your way. Florida just requested 300 new ventilators. Hospitals are filling up here. There is evidence that children are making up much higher cases that are emerging. The numbers continue to rise across Florida. This fall, don't breathe. This is insane. <laughs> the Forever Purge coming to a theater. <laughs> oh, that is so good. Don't breathe in. Don't this fall. Don't breathe in. 
That was such a compelling ad. I want to move to Florida so I can vote yeah. for the guy. I didn't notice this, but um, one of the one of the live group members said every passenger is forced to wear a mask, but the flight attendant doesn't have That's to. That's true. I didn't even notice that in the video. The flight attendant's not even wearing a mask in the commercial. Well, she they was filmed. talking. You don't have to wear a mask when you're yeah. talking. We're just she trying to follow from, Congress's rules. She might be from Florida. <laughs> I don't have the words. The, you have to think about the mentality that this is actually all those things were being portrayed as like this insanely scary thing like the purge and that this is going to rile so many people up they're like oh yeah you can't breathe in in florida you just can't do it that's going to rile people up to well first off the ad they're talking about doing a recall and they're trying to scare a bunch of people that are flying to florida from somewhere else so People in Florida are going to know how much BS is going on right there in that ad. But yeah, it's it's um, it was a pretty amazing trailer. You know, I want to see the movie. It looked pretty good. Mm -hmm. But uh, but overall, I felt that that was a good thing for for DeSantis. I actually think that maybe DeSantis made that as a joke. <laughs> I think that might be an ad for him. And he wrote it down in his diary. Yeah. Like watch this joke ad I'm going to put out against myself. Yeah. He put it, he posted it up and it's like, watch the left just run with so, this stupid stuff. So to give you an idea, by the way, they said 50,000 dead through over 3 million infected. Mm -hmm. By the way, that's 3 million people that they know about. Okay. But let's take the whole population of Florida infected total over an almost two year, two year time period span. Yeah. But I'm going to do over a two year time span. There's 21.48 million people in Florida divide 50,000 deaths. That is a 0.23 or I'm sorry. Yeah. 0.23% chance of death of dying of dying. Mm. That's, mm -hmm. that's scary. 0.23%. Yeah. And their, um, their numbers are, are not exactly worse than all the other states no, out there No, they're either. just exactly like yeah. any other state. If you do they're, it per 100,000. They're doing this toward, they do this towards obviously states that have right-leaning policies. I saw the same, you know, the really popular news headline for Tennessee was that I literally saw a news headline that said, Tennessee has the most COVID deaths out of all the states. Now, if you read that headline, what you probably would think is that Tennessee has the most COVID deaths out of all of the states, but that's not true. Tennessee? You mean Florida? Yeah. No, Tennessee. It was about oh. Tennessee. Oh, okay. And the headline said, Tennessee has the most COVID deaths out of all the states. Oh, that's right. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And you would think that that means they have the most COVID deaths. They don't have the most COVID deaths. They have the most COVID deaths per capita, but they don't have the most COVID deaths. And so that, that was just a pretty good misleading headline right there. And you know what? If you're vaccinated, you've got such a tiny, tiny percentage chance of dying from COVID. I just, I don't have the, I, I just don't have that fear anymore. I don't have that where the chances are so small. They're so much smaller than all sorts of other things that you have a chance of dying from every day. So small if you're vaccinated, which means that you can make the choice. To, to be vaccinated if you want to. And then statistically, it's like number 20 on your list of things that you need to worry about if you're vaccinated. Probably not even number 20. Don't quote me on the actual number, but I'm saying it's not number 20. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. So 
that was um so in florida you have a uh, a point two three percent chance of dying from covid in california it's point one seven okay so it's much higher that's a lot higher that's so much i mean that'll that'll change your life right there 0.17 to 0.23 that's a big deal it's a huge jump it's a 30 percent higher chance is how if you wanted to write an article to scare people you'd say you have a 30 percent higher chance of dying from covid in florida than you do in california yeah now your chance is next to nothing yeah but it's the 30 percent higher chance that's what it is so all right well those are the dumb bleeps i want to Literally all the numbers are pretty much the same. You compare Florida to Pennsylvania or Ohio or all of them. It's basically the same rate. What I was talking about yesterday is, and and the reason why I think you should get vaccinated is because we have no idea why it kills certain people. It makes so far. They haven't been able to figure out why some people are just dying and -hmm. other people get it and don't have any symptoms. It's literally the, the spectrum is so wide. Like almost everybody that gets the flu gets sick. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get the flu, you have typically a headache and that some we know body of. aches. And we haven't exactly just been testing everyone well, I to guess see so. if they have the flu. I guess so. But but this is the only disease I think that I know of, at least, where you can literally be completely asymptomatic or you can die in ten days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what? It's still like a lot of other things in life, though. Like, I know that we don't know who it's going to kill, but also I'm going to, you know, I might spend more time looking at my phone on the way home when I'm driving today than I do looking at the road. And I'm still here. Is that because you're losing your hair? And the other day I saw someone, uh, the road was closed off because two people died. You have no idea who's going to get killed on the road while they're driving somewhere. You should stop driving? Some people do. Some people don't. Get a vaccine for your car. Mm, I did. <laughs> Broke the needle, but I tried. I'm going to try to rub that pill on it. All right. All right. Run through the dumb bleeps while I remind the fine folks to go sign up at. Well, um, I got I to gotta say what the dumb bleeps are. Well, I'm going to remind them. Okay. So say the dumb bleeps. Dumb bleeps are number one, gender equality in the USSR. God. <laughs> I almost forgot about that. Number two, Dan Price. We almost shut down the government because we just refused to tax fake that, money. That $75 billion in fake money that we could have gotten. That's a, that was the shortfall. Number three, the USPS fiasco. Number four, Joe Walsh, not that one. Democrats versus Republicans. Number five, Bernie Sanders, Democratic Socialist. Number six, Biden says 97 to 98% of Americans need to be vaccinated. And number seven, Ron Death Santis. Number seven. Death Santis. All right, get your votes in. Y'all vote. I'm going to tell you about to go sign up for goodmorningliberty.locals.com. That'll take you to the place where you can sign up and be part of the live group. Mm-hmm. Get all the extras. Nate posts some videos in there. We do a few things. We actually we go live before the show. Sometimes we stay after when we have time. A lot of times it's definitely we have a pre-show for the most part. And so go sign up. Be part of that. We really appreciate all of you guys that are in there. We love doing the show with everyone that's in there. We want more people to join. We just had someone sign up 
who was like, hey, I've only been, I've been here less than a week, and this is by far the best decision I've ever made in my life. <laughs> Completely. I, I think that's what she yeah. said. Everything yeah. in her life got better. Yes. Relationships improved. Um, it, just all the, all the best things. Won the lottery. Everything mm-hmm. happened from joining on Locals. Yes. I mean, just any type of life improvement you can imagine happened for her. So let that be you. Okay. Go sign up, goodmorningliberty.locals.com. And uh, as I mentioned before, please, uh, if you skip the beginning of the episode, go to YouTube, search Good Morning Liberty, leave us a like and a comment on some of the videos, Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, please. We are working our way on making us uh, like we're a real channel on to YouTube, because right (laughs) now they just don't, they don't think about us. We went like two years as a podcast without even looking at our... YouTube really. We posted on there, but yeah. we just never really put it out anywhere. So yeah. um, now I, we're telling you about it. These votes are are tough right here. What happened with Stephen Colbert? Everyone's throwing in Stephen Colbert at number eight. I mean, I was combing through trending stuff on Twitter today, like I do every day, and I didn't I didn't see it. Was I there one that they put in the dumb bleep ideas channel? Um, that's a good question. Great question. Check the most recent dumb bleep in the channel. All right, let me see what this is. Um, Stephen Colbert has reached levels of propaganda. Never. This is from Crowder. Joe's saying stop the steal, but hey, I, I mean, I guess we have a late edition. Let me see what it is. Is this a long video? I don't know what's going to be. I don't Let's know what's going to be it. in it. Let's watch it. Let's just it. watch it. Let's so see Stephen what Colbert did the sketch you last see what night. Happens uh, being in the live I don't know. Look, I, we'll call this a sketch, but did there. Oh my god. I just clicked on the different video. Hang on, wait for the producer. This is ad. The vaccine. I just want you to see it. Alright, so this is from from Crowder, so I don't know what Crowder is gonna say on this. I've not seen this, and we are going to add this as number eight because the live group says so. There we're we're under a scathing review right now. Yeah. The democracy has ruled that this has to be added. In all of its splendor. Let's roll it. The vaccine. Let's see what they did there. Uh, Steven? Yeah, hold on. We got to watch the clip. So for those of you not watching, this is Stephen Colbert doing a vaccine dance. Um, people dancing behind Stephen, him. Stephen, I, I really don't know if I can. I, I, Dave, Dave, Cra- people need Crowder, to shut up. We'll talk about it after. With people wearing suits that look like needles. Stephen is... Yeah, okay, well, we'll talk about it after. This clip's almost done. dancing see Dave hold on we gotta just finish the I want everyone to see it in this context Shut up, Dave otherwise they'll say that we you know we edit it out of context vaccine oh they switched to uh, to vaccine no oh, <laughs> oh. Thank you. okay was that a was that enough of that one that I, I think that's plenty I don't think we need to watch it anymore I've 
the, I can't. Is that one worse than the Barbie world? Oh, God. Which one's worse? Well, this, you know, Colbert is a lot bigger personality okay. doing something this cringe worthy. The Barbie, the uh, the Pfizer girl was, uh, I think, was a more cringe video overall. But this is a much, much higher level. Much higher level. The man is like, is that worse than taxing unrealized capital gains? <laughs> <laughs> Get your priorities in line, people. We'll just every time we'll Did that Vax dance really hurt you? Every time number eight will be the government. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll win dumb bleep of the week. Here, here's what I'm gonna do because I can, there's no way of counting these votes right now. No one no one hit enter. No one enter what you're doing. Everyone assign a vote to these numbers. That I am typing right now. By leaving your favorite emoji. By leaving an emoji, we will count the emojis on each one of those numbers. And it while doing that, it counts it for us. It does count it. Yeah. I'm saying if they're multiple different emojis, then oh, okay. it'll be it'll be hard to see. Um, yesterday, Charlie said thanks to everyone that's in the live group once again. Thank you to everyone that is in the live group and for adding an, another dumb bleep on here. Um, you have to be switched over to locals by Monday to continue doing this. And also, another thing. We got the flipped off emoji. <laughs> you know, we'll be, this, is, uh, this is something you're not supposed to do if you have a trading class. The last couple of weeks, last few weeks, have been rough. They have. And we have, for one specific strategy that, w that we've been running mm -hmm. for a while now. Now, um, Charlie, you're still up 20, 20%. 20%. Since the end of May. That's right. But it's had a pullback. I was up sure. almost 60%. So one so it's of the... It's been a pullback the last two weeks. And how much of that is accounted for in the fact that you missed seven trading days or eight? I would say probably half. Yeah. Half the game. I, I would be up... I would probably still be up because I should have been up close to 100%. So I would probably still be up somewhere around 50, 60% over the last two weeks had I not missed those trading days and I had taken a trade every single day. And I'm accounting for some slippage and there's going to be some mistakes and those types of things happen. Um, so far, my account's still up 20%, which is great. It's not where it was, but that's part of this strategy. Yeah, and I, I cut can, a video today. Because we went on a string of wins, then you can have a string of losses and another string of wins. Mm -hmm. It's the long-term value of the strategy. And so one important thing that we talk about is uh, just committing to that strategy after you've tested it plenty, you see that it's a winning strategy, uh, that when you go through a string of losses, you can't, you can't just stop. You can't just give up because you're probably about to hit a string of wins. Now we don't know also, that. Also in the live the market's going to do. In the live trading group, I post all my wins and losses. Yeah. It's, I guess I should it's do all that real, sometime, but It's all real money, by the way. Yeah. Um, so. We need a... We need a tiebreaker between two and eight. They're tied? Are people selecting multiple? Oh, that was the other reason that we just needed to keep it to one emoji. That would have been that would have been a reason. Um, so I'll have to vote for one. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to vote for one, I guess. Now look, people are putting all kinds this is the same person, I bet. I can't remember yeah, that's the Tom, Tom, Tom. <laughs> They're all Tom. Yeah. So uh, by default, eight can't win because this is totally, this is a forged election. Oh, we're going to need a recount. 
Yeah. This is fraudulent multiple votes mm-hmm. from the same people right now. I think, although, dang it, we got Amanda voting twice, three times, four times. Okay. Five times for number two. Starting right. I'm going to do this again. I know that for people listening, this is annoying. Nope. The, no, I'm by default. I am going to tyrannically decide it's number one. <laughs> it's not even in the running. I'm throwing two and eight out. You're throwing them out. I'm throwing them out because multiple. Who are you, Bernie Sanders? Because multiple people have have done. It's a fraud. So when you have a fraud, you throw out the votes. Look at this tyrant. There, I'm, I'm tossing them. Hold on. Number one wins. Hold on. I'm, I'm tossing them. Talk to my lawyer about this. I'm tossing them. What even is number one? The USSR chick? Yes. You freaking misogynist. Hey, you guys write a letter into the show if you want to. You didn't even go with one that you just went with. You just voted. You just picked a libertarian to win the election. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, number I, one and two. We'll hey, just pick this one. I never said this show was a democratic show. <laughs> never put that on the bylaws. Okay. This is. <laughs> Let's raid the studio peacefully and patriotically. <laughs> this is an outrage. And honestly, there's people that are going to attack us with, with flags after this. <laughs> Number nine. Charlie Chuck, just got hit in the head with a fire Chuck extinguisher. That's not funny, by the way, like if that <laughs> happens and someone gets hurt. But Hey, you know, actions have consequences, folks. Just so everyone knows, there was a tie between, um, I don't even remember what number two was. Number two was and number only, eight. What was number two? Uh, what, what was that? Oh, Dan Price. Yep. And then Stephen Colbert. There was a tie between that. And so Charlie decided to go for Miss uh, USSR girl. So, I, you know what? Peacefully, I don't know what to do right now, except I, I have stated my what? dissent. Number eight has... On the opinion. Number eight has seven actual votes. Number two only has four actual votes. Oh, you counted up... Yeah. Okay. I, from now I, on, we have to go single emojis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now on, we have to go with just one specific emoji, and it's going to be the eggplant. <laughs> I don't know which. How many does nine have? <laughs> which is me, by the way. What? Don't believe Charlie. Don't believe Charlie. Don't believe Chuck. By default, the government wins. Don't believe of the week. <laughs> Okay. All, All right. right, guys. That was dumb bleep. Uh, technically, my my choice still wins. Number, technically. Number one. But if you want to say, with people actually voting correctly, number eight, the Stephen Colbert, okay. the one thrown in last. And then if you want to get any more granular, number nine one, which is me. The live <laughs> group nominated me as the last dumb bleep. After they, we had multiple dumb bleeps in addition to on this episode. Yeah. So anyway, as you can tell, folks, it's a lot of fun in here. Go sign up. GoodMorningLiberty.Locals.com. Share the show with a mother trucking friend of yours or a foe and the children. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We still, by the way, I know you guys, a lot of you guys hate Apple, but right now, 54% of our listeners still come from Apple. Mm. So 54% of you. If you hate Apple, whatever, 54% of you listen on Apple. So go leave a rating and review on Apple. Hey, do it now. Amanda, please. Congrats on being uh, like number, uh, being top 50. I can't remember who it was on the political podcast. Great job. And also the associate editor of political theory. That, that too. So congrats on that. Anyway, congrats.
All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you and hope you enjoyed today's episode. Go do all those things I said, and we'll be back again on Monday. Hope you have a good day and a good morning. Liberty.